welcome back to the Just Interesting People podcast. My name is Rosie and I'm here with my co-host and husband, Jeremy. And today it's just us. We're doing a very special episode, so I really hope you enjoy it. I'm going to pass over to Jeremy to let you know what we're talking about today. So yeah, today is just Rosie and I, and it's a special episode like we do once in a while. And in this one, we're going to talk about the behind the scene of the podcast, the things that you don't see, all the logistics, everything that happens you know, in a bag, because we get plenty of questions from people when we talk about the podcast, saying that we have a podcast. And yeah, I thought it'd be cool to share those information with you um, to let you know exactly what it takes to create a podcast, what you need, is it hard, is it not, the main challenges and, and stuff like that, and our personal experiences, what we've learned in the past two plus years now. Uh, yeah. So... We're going to start by maybe just recapping a little bit about why we created the podcast and what motivated us to start two years ago. So if you want to get this one. <laughs> yeah, well, so we love to travel and we always like to stay with locals and try and meet local people and talk to people whilst we're traveling. We don't kind of stay in hotels and resorts and just do the swimming pool thing. We like to kind of go out and meet real people, go to restaurants and talk to the owners and stay in Airbnbs and talk to the owners of the Airbnbs and kind of get to know the people where we travel. And that was kind of where the idea started. We went to Indonesia and spoke to this really amazing woman who lived basically in the jungle. And we had such amazing conversations with her. And we were like, oh my God, if only we could record this and share it with other people and kind of ask her questions that maybe we wouldn't otherwise ask or maybe just to share her point of view and her experience. Um, we also stayed with somebody in Yogyakarta who we thought was really interesting. Um, and it's kind of, it was just kind of one of those things where we kind of said, oh, wouldn't it be cool if we recorded a conversation? Like if we could share this with people, maybe either on YouTube or podcasting. And we kind of had that idea. And then it was only like, it kind of stuck around for a while, a bit like a year or two, right? Yeah. We thought about it in 2018, just after moving to Miami and it's, one of those ideas projects that we had and then never did anything about it until uh, early 2020 January I was doing a self-development program with a friend Alvi who's been a guest on the podcast a couple of times and we were chatting about podcasting he wanted to do a podcast I said like oh I've got the idea as well and I had the domain name and everything booked already and uh, yeah it was all right let's just do it before the end of the program because he wanted to start one as well. And we said, oh, let's do it. And I came back home and said, Rosie, you remember just interesting people? Yeah, well, we're doing it. And we need to have the first episode recorded by end of February at this point, 2020. And yeah, that was, that was it, basically. Something also that really helped me personally to, to actually do it. Because, you know, you always have this imposter syndrome, the it's too complicated, blah, 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 because it's something that you watch or listen to online, but you don't know how to do it. And actually in Miami, we had two friends with their own podcasts. And that was really helpful for me to realize that it was something achievable by people like me. You know, it's not just the elite or the highly talented guy with a lot of money to produce a show or whatever. It was just two friends that we know recording from the places and stuff like that. And and that made it accessible. And that was really also a key factor into, you know, I'm capable of doing it uh, from a technical and logistical point of view, which was really, you know, like something also to, to overcome. And yeah, so that's how in February 
2020, just interesting people was born. <laughs> and we started as a podcast audio only. So I think, if I remember well, we have 103 audio only episodes from February 2020 to February 2022. And in February 2022, so earlier this year, we decided to, well, Rosie was telling me that for a while, and I decided it was time to switch and uh, film the video to post on YouTube as well. Um, this episode is going to be a little bit visual, so I'm going to insert things on the screen in a little bit. So if you're listening to the podcast on Spotify or Apple, I would recommend maybe to switch to YouTube if you can, because you will have some screenshot and video just about what it takes on behind the scene to do the podcast, and it'll be a little bit more entertaining for you to watch. So yeah, that was the motivation behind the podcast. And also something that we shared many times during the episode is that we also do it quite selfishly in a way, right? Yeah, like we, well, like I said, I mean, it started off from us having a conversation with people we traveled with and we thought, okay, well, it'll be awesome to record this so we can remember what we've learned and what they've told us because there's certain things, you know, you have a conversation and your memory plays tricks on you. My memory's awful for a start. So like I forget everything all the time. So even for myself to have these like conversations recorded, to go back on and to reflect on. And I also think when you listen to things multiple times, you always get different things from it. So like when you read a book or watch a film, you might learn something new or kind of change your way of thinking about something the more you listen to it. So I think that was kind of, for us, it was kind of a bit like, oh my God, it was so cool to record these conversations. And then, you know, if we're going to do that, let's share it with everyone else. So everyone else can learn from us as well, not from us, but from other people as well. Um... So yeah, start of a very selfish thing of being like, I want to learn why you think that way or why you're doing this thing or how did you get into that point of life or how did, you know, and it's it's really interesting the amount that you learn from people. And I always say like, everyone's got a story and you can learn at least one thing, if not, you know, lots of things from everyone. Like everyone's kind of got a different point of view or a different upbringing or a good thing that happened in their life or a bad thing that happened in their life or something they overcame or like, everybody's got something to tell and something that you can learn from and something they can share and something I found as well it's also it can be quite um therapeutic for people to tell their story to have that space to share their story and talk about it in like a safe environment where we're not judging and we're not you know it's not it's not therapy but it's very therapeutic to kind of tell your story in a certain way so it's been it's been so cool and like the amount of people that we've spoken to has been incredible and you know, like I said, I can go back now. And this is a good thing. Like, I wish we'd started YouTube earlier. I know we did it when you were ready, but like, I'm such a visual person. So like, I even go back and watch my own vlogs. Like, I think yesterday I watched a vlog from Peru just because I enjoyed it. So being able to go back and watch these videos and listen to the podcasts of conversations we had with people and take something different from it every time. I think that's really special. And um, yeah, I'm really enjoying I, I will admit, I felt like every single time I'm nervous. And also sometimes I'm like, oh, I don't want to do this. <laughs> and then we do it. And I'm like, oh my God, that was so good. Like, I really enjoy it. So that's kind of a reality as well is that like we've been doing this. Sorry, I'm chatting on a bit, but we've been doing this like two and a bit years and I still get nervous and I still sometimes can't be asked to do it. And I'll be honest, but then you do it and you're like, okay, I'm so glad I did that. I really enjoyed it. So if you're kind of wanting to start a podcast and you're nervous or you're not quite sure if you're going to be good enough or you mess up, I mess up pretty much every single episode. So that's fine. No, it's going to happen. Don't worry. I, every episode I mess up. Um, and I'm nervous and sometimes I don't really want to do it. And Jeremy's like, come on, we've got it booked in, we're doing it. And I'm like, oh, okay. 
and then I do it and I really enjoy it so if you're kind of in that space just go and do it push ahead and you know I think you learn things about yourself as well I think I'm getting more confident speaking to strangers and like asking questions and like YouTube feels fine for me but podcasting was especially because we started podcasting and YouTube at the same time so I hadn't really done any kind of public speaking as such even though it's not really but like yeah it's been good she didn't know what to say in this episode before we started <laughs> recording and look she just spoke for like three minutes non-stop so here we go <laughs> that's what she meant um no yeah and I'm, I'm gonna talk about why at the beginning i wanted just the audio and not the video i'm, I'm gonna get into more of the logistic because when we talk about the podcast the first question is oh what's the name of the podcast what it is about and then it's like how do you do it? You know, how, how does it work? And yeah, I, I get that everyone doesn't know how a podcast works. I didn't know before I started mine. So. I still have no idea. <laughs> I literally like, I have no idea how it connects from like what we're saying to then going on all the platforms. <laughs> so Jeremy's like, if you need help, Jeremy's the guy, don't ask me. So yeah, I thought that would be interesting to just answer those questions and to give you a little bit more info about how this media, uh, platform works basically the first thing i'm going to talk about is more like the technical aspect in terms of is it hard or not to have a podcast and okay my opinion is a bit biased because like, i'm quite techy i'm good with stuff i'm good at figure, figuring things out but i don't think it's really hard honestly the investment to start podcasting is very low um, you don't need much you don't need to buy a ton of equipment you, you don't have to if you don't want to, to be honest. It's a choice. You can start podcasting with a smartphone and any basic headphones that are provided, you know, with your phone. You could start with that if you want to. There are applications out there like Anchor that allows you to record and distribute the podcast for free from your phone. And, you know, the, the headphones that you are provided with uh, any phone now will be good enough to record something normal in a quiet environment. The sound is not going to be amazing, but it's not going to be shitty either. It's enough to start. So if you have a smartphone and a bunch of basic headphones, you could start a podcast tomorrow if you want to, and it won't cost you a dime in terms of production, distribution, and stuff like that. If you can create like a quick logo on Canva or whatever that is free, you, you could literally publish it for nothing. Um, if you want to, you can buy a mic like this one that we bought on Amazon for about $50, if I remember. We bought a couple. But yeah, you, you really don't need much. The investment is quite low, especially if you want to just audio only, because you don't need a camera for a start. You don't have to worry about the quality of the, of the video and stuff like that. So it's, it's very easy, I think, to access as a, a platform. And, you know, blogs were quite popular 10, 15 years ago. If writing is your thing, that's cool. Um, maybe you know for a while I think we had blogs and we have YouTube for the past like decade which is writing or video you can be bad at writing and maybe you don't want to put your face out there like this is a good medium also in the middle where you just speak but if you want to hide your face be like I wanted to do at the beginning because I didn't want to be in a camera um, it's also a great I think channel for that because you can just speak without you know putting your face out there if you want to and, and if you're not comfortable with sharing that. So I think also this is why it's a, a good medium. It's very easy to record. It's very accessible to people and you can still maintain privacy and, and stuff like that if you want to. Mm. 
which I think is important to say. But I would not think it's really hard, like I said, because there are some free apps, and I would recommend Anchor, sold by Spotify. You create an account, you press record, you press distribute, and that's it. It's going to Apple Podcasts, to Spotify, to all the podcast apps, pretty much, apart from YouTube. Um, so very easy access. In terms of like the logistic and the organization, because basically I'm doing everything. Rosie sh- just <laughs> shows up once a week. She sits next to me. She asks a few questions and, and that's it. <laughs> and she helped me write like the description. That's about it. So, and for me, like the organization is what we don't see. You know, like, every, we release one episode a week, around an hour long in average. But actually, every week, the podcast takes me um, close to a full day of work, I would say, uh, in average, because I need to reach out to guests because we decided to have a podcast where we have a guest every week. That means it's not just us. If it was like this one, you know, we can just get the mic, press record and something, and we're not relying on other people. Uh, However, I don't know what we would be talking about, just us two, (laughs) for an episode every week so and it's not the point of the podcast so we need guests and that means reaching out to people uh, so looking for people on Instagram people that you know or you don't uh, Instagram I think is the main channel that I use to get in touch with people and then is it's also worth noting though that when I mean Jeremy like you said he does all the work he reaches out to everyone when he reaches out to maybe 10 people maybe one or two will respond um so it's not just like okay I'm going to reach out to one person they'll say yes we'll record and then that's you know it's job done it's like no you kind of have to find like 10 people maybe one or two might say maybe or yes and then maybe one will book in for next week one will book in for two months later so it can be quite a process in terms of like how much time you spend reaching out to people as well it's not just as easy as like find someone they'll do it it's oftentimes people don't want to do which is fine as well yeah and on that this has been an interesting evolution because when we started we had a massive pool of people, interesting people in Miami, friends and stuff like that, uh, that we know. And when it's people that you know, it's easier, I would say, because most of the time they are happy to help and they're happy to share the story. And when it's someone that you know, you know, you send them a message, hey, do you want to do it? Let's, let's get together, let's get it done, and that's it. I think also they know us and they trust us. That's a big thing, is that the people, like, they trust who they're going to be talking to. Um, but after two years of talking to all our friends we are running out of friends and because we haven't been traveling as much as we wanted for the past 12 months we didn't meet so many people on the road so we had to start i had to start reaching out to strangers and yeah like when you don't have access to their inbox on instagram they need to you know approve your request that's a filter already that's creating friction between you and them and you know out of 10 people yeah only maybe six are going to see your message and out of the six, a few are going to ignore it because they don't know you, they don't know anything about you. So they just, you know, ignore it, which I, I get it. I, I don't blame people. Yeah, they have their own life and they're just not interested. So yeah, when you don't know the, the guests, the potential guests, it's harder and you need to reach out to much more people. And that takes time, honestly, uh, to, yeah, to, to look for people and message them and follow up every week and stuff like that. And it, it takes a really decent amount of time, to be honest, because also you need to have, you know, a, a backlog so you don't, it's Tuesday, I need to record because there is an episode tomorrow, you know? Um, so it's something I need to, you need to be a step ahead. Um, 
then when people say yes, you didn't win yet. Because at the beginning, I was just going back and forth messaging, okay, when do you want to record? Oh, let's do it Tuesday, 6 p.m. Oh, I can't. So that was a bit of a pain. I created um, an account called Calendly, and that made my life so much easier. I have a schedule where I have our availabilities online synchronized to our personal calendar. They just click on the link, book whatever they want, and that's it. That, that is so, so helpful, and I would recommend that to everyone. It's free Calendly. And yeah, use that. It's going to make your life much easier. But you know, sometimes even when people say yes, and you say, okay, this is the link, schedule whenever you want, and then you don't hear from them again. It's <laughs> and I have a few people at the moment, for example, that I'm waiting for them to book. They want to, but they're not booking and they're not getting back to me. The interesting thing is as well, sorry, about the like the people that we want to talk to. So we we started off with talking to people that we knew and that was kind of our like the premise of the show. Like we'll talk to people we know, meet in our travels, and then that'll be kind of it. And then obviously like Jeremy said, there was COVID and then this past twelve months have been family things, we've not been traveling. So finding interesting people who haven't already told their story a million times online has been quite a challenge as well. Because sometimes it'll be like, you know, we don't want to talk to Gary V, Will Smith. I mean, we wouldn't say no, but I mean, that's not the point of it is to interview celebrities. It's kind of to interview normal, everyday people going about their normal, everyday lives. And it's interesting because then trying to find someone who's like interesting, that puts their story online, but also doesn't already have a huge following. But then also, you know, if they do have a huge following, they're harder to get in touch with. But then normal people like your parents, for example, don't post online, so you're never going to find them. So it's such a weird kind of dynamic of finding people that are interesting with interesting stories without actually knowing them personally enough to know. Because obviously people go through stuff that they don't put online as well. So that's kind of been an interesting dynamic, I think especially with our podcast, is that we want to talk to everyday normal people, not the huge celebrities. But then finding them can be tricky because not everybody posts their shit online and not everybody's open to talking about their stuff online. And so it's that's kind of a weird dynamic as well. No, yeah, that's really true. Because also the people that you know are interesting because of what they post, most of the time they have either shared a story enough time or they have an audience that's big enough where it's harder to contact them mm-hmm. because they have such a, you know, a good amount of subscribers and it's hard. They must be getting, I don't know how many, dm every day or every week so it's hard to get uh, the message in front of them so yeah, it is a tricky balance and i mean i'm not su- I'm, I'm surprised that i haven't run out yet that i haven't missed a week honestly um that every week sometimes i'm like panicking like shit i don't have an episode for next week and i always manage to find someone but i'm i'm surprised it's been 122 episodes this one and yeah we haven't missed a week and i am surprised honestly <laughs> I also want to shout out everyone who's come on the podcast, either if we've known you or not, but especially those people that we didn't know beforehand, because I think to go on somebody's podcast who you've never met before and they just send you a message and to go on there and talk about something quite, sometimes quite deep and emotional and they don't know the people who they're talking to, I think that takes so much courage and so much like guts about them to be able to do that. So shout out to everyone who's been on, but especially the people that we didn't know. I think that's so brave to go ahead and do that. True. (laughs) So yeah, in terms of logistics, yeah, finding guests is clearly hard and it's getting harder and harder. And I can't wait to go back on the road to meet new people. Meeting people in person is the best way. Like you meet someone, you connect. Hey, would you be interesting to be on a podcast? Yeah, why not? And that's the best way to do it because you have already a connection with the 
person when he's when he's just messaging is is clearly order and I understand that because if I would be receiving some message like that is from someone I've never heard before it's yeah. it is different. So finding people, scheduling the recording, and then there is the actual recording. So until, like I said, February 2022, we were recording the audio only. I was using a software called Cast. I'll put them on the screen, give them a shout out, because I was very happy with this software. It's not like one of the biggest name in the industry of recording and podcast. It's more like a small thing be done by a guy or two <laughs> um, but it was working really well I was really happy with it the quality was cool um, the, the, the audio quality was really cool the software was really practical to use so I would recommend it to everyone it was pretty cheap as well 10 bucks a month which is, is hard finding anything cheaper than that once you start paying for it and yeah the main reason I was doing audio only was because when we started I had a full-time job and I know that video editing takes longer than audio editing. Um, you need to edit, you need to upload, stuff like that. And yeah, I had a limited amount of time. I also didn't know what I was doing, what I was getting into when we started. And I thought starting with the audio was only one thing to worry about, one thing to learn at the time before you know moving to the video. Um, yeah, we would have started before the YouTube channel would be bigger right now, stuff like that. But but I had to learn the process. I had to learn how to use it and everything. And and that was the the best step. Also, based on the time that I had available, to be honest, and, and stuff, it, it would have been very hard to do everything. Because clearly, adding the video this year uh, is multiplying the editing by two, probably, I would say. Because when you just have the audio, you know, you just have to listen to it once and you chop a sneeze or uh, a door banging or a dog barking, whatever. But, you know, that's it. Like, you listen to it. If the audio is clean and clear, that's it. It's good to go. Press publish, done. When is the, when is the video, when you publish on YouTube, you want to make the video a bit more entertaining. So you have to put things on the screen, uh, make chops. So... It's not just a static image, not moving at all, stuff like that. So it takes a little bit more time. And also exporting the video takes more time than just exporting the audio. Uploading takes more time than uploading the audio. And when you're doing the thumbnail, finding a good title that's catchy because, you know, it's all part of the game. And so, yeah, it, it, it does take more time. Um, clearly, I think at least twice the amount of time I'm spending right now editing. And and yeah, it's just time I didn't have at, at the time two years ago, so that's why it came later when I felt that I was I was getting better in video editing. I know what I was doing, and I, Rosie has experience with YouTube also, so she <laughs> saved me time in the process about learning the things. And um, yeah, so that, that's the reason clearly I, I did audio only, and also in terms of recording, you know, when it's just the audio, you don't have to worry about uh, the background about lighting about what you're wearing stuff like that like for for us and for the guests uh, they you know it doesn't matter how you look and stuff like that because i know people can be conscious about the look sometimes uh, so when you do just the audio it's much easier and less things to worry about however i do know and i did know that youtube is a huge platform obviously online second biggest search engine in the world so being out there would be 
a great medium to to grow the brand in a way. Um, but yeah, things had to be ready, you know, uh, to move there. And I'm happy we did it. Uh, it's it's fun now. It's a bit more challenging. It's more wires and more things to carry around. And uh, yeah, we need to find the right setup and have the right lighting and everything. I think the other thing as well is that during the episode, you can't like pick your nose or like just be slumped over or like you kind of have to be a little bit a lot more on oh at the beginning if you look go back to the youtube channel uh i think we have about like 15 episodes on there yeah. uh, the first episodes like it was only us and the guest and the screen the display wasn't moving it was just a conversation and was there so we were always on screen and then after five or six, I thought, okay, I need to make, I need to create more uh, dynamism. Uh, I need to make the video more dynamic yeah. uh, by, you know, putting cuts and zoom and things on the screen and stuff like that, just to make it a bit more engaging and entertaining for you, for the viewer. And what I started doing is when the guest is speaking for a good amount of time, I switch from the double screen to the guest being full screen, which means this is the time where I pick my nose, I drink, <laughs> I scratch my face or whatever, <laughs> basically. Uh, so yeah, I do it in the middle of conversation when I know I'm going to be hiding and not visible on screen. <laughs> that's my trick. That's my tip for you. Um, so yeah, to record the video, I'm using a software called Riverside.fm. They are awesome, honestly. We recorded, yeah, about 15 episodes, I think. Uh, 15 to 20 episodes so far, and it's great. The quality is great. It's very practical. You record on your laptop. You get the audio. You get the video. You could even do the editing through the platform if you wanted to. You can create the full YouTube video format, or you can have Reels, short TikToks format um, videos. It's really practical because also promoting the podcast, which is what I'm going to be talking about soon, is key. And the platform provides very, very easy to use tool. If you don't know anything about editing, you can create all your micro content through them, which is cool to have, you know, everything at the same place. Also, shout out to their customer service. They've been helping me just before we recorded this episode and yesterday for next week episode. And Every time I had any issue, not maybe related to the software, you know, some laptop thing, some connection thing, whatever, always help me very quickly. And this is always something that you appreciate, you know, when you're in a rush to record something, to have a quick response, uh, a helpful team member on the other side. And yeah, um, it's a really, really cool software that I would recommend to everyone. We are paying about $24, $25 a month for it. And this is the only thing that we are paying for the podcast, just to give you an idea of how much it's costing us basically at the moment. So it's costing like $250 per year basically for, for us to have the podcast with the video. And yeah, it's, it's, it's great. I would recommend it to everyone. It's been a great platform to use. So... Once you have the episode recorded and all the files are saved and everything is, is, is safe and everything went well, hopefully, we only, I think, lost episodes like twice. I think we had to record 
to re-record two episodes. That's it. Yeah. Um, one be- once because of a platform connection issue, one because it was our fault. I didn't check something. The mic wasn't plugged and <laughs> I messed it up. Um, so it's all right. Out of 122 episodes, only two episodes that we had to refilm to re-record. I think it's not that bad. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. This is something also to keep in mind. Shit can happen, and it will happen at some point, but it's all right. It's just guests are usually understanding with that, and yeah. they understand that you know, you're just doing your best, and yeah, things can happen. In terms of editing, like I said, the audio was pretty easy. I was just listening to the episode once, getting rid of some noise, some sneeze and here and there, and that was about it. Put the music at the beginning, put the music at the end, and that's it. We've been using the same music at the beginning and at the end uh, since we started. Still like it. Yeah. I'm not bored of it, yet, so I think I'll stick with it for a while. It's funny. One of my favorite podcasts, uh, the School of Greatness. Mm. I think the podcast has well, they have like a, a thousand a hundred episodes. So that's a thousand yeah. So they've been going on for like years and years, and they're still using the same intro music than they were using on day one which I found quite cool that they didn't you know with the money that they have they didn't get anything better or whatever I said that to you the other day about yoga with Adrienne she's using the same video intro she's used for the past like 12 years or something it's her like with a cute short haircut like a real like vintage intro she's still using it now it's like you've got millions of views probably millions of dollars and you're still using that stuff. but I love it I think it's good that it stays the same yeah no yeah yeah I mean I'm, I still like it so um mm. So that's cool. And like I said, so video takes a little bit longer. I'm using uh, Final Cut Pro on the Mac to edit, to do all the, like I said, the dynamic stuff to change screen and add things on the screen. And I've been trying lately to add even more by just making the all the look a bit nicer, like putting our name in a corner somewhere here or here. I don't know which side is going to be um, because that's not automatic. When it's relevant, I'm putting things on the screen like I've been doing since we started this episode. I've been starting recently to put some like animation, like green screen animation uh, here and there, like when we did the Pokemon episode a few weeks ago, like some Pikachu and stuff <laughs> jumping. Something I've noticed with you as well is that you said that if you can try and make every episode better than the one before. So like, you know, with the with the audio and now doing video and then it was just like our faces next to each other and now he's doing like different editing and I think that's a really cool approach to have is just to try and improve every video just a tiny like not even one percent like half a percent better if you can do that every time over the course of like a year or two years you'll get a lot better so it's really cool that you're like trying like the Pokemon Pokemon one I know you had fun with with like the titles and images and trying to make it like fun for people to watch and I think that's going to encourage engagement and get people coming back as well because I know it's an entertaining video to watch so well done for you to do that (laughs) yeah I mean it takes forever honestly so what I do basically is when I record an episode uh not when I edit the episode I listen to it and I have my notebook with me and I write down two different things at the beginning, what I was doing is I was just writing down a timestamp and a few words about what the guest was saying to create micro content later. Because every day that I don't post an episode, I'm trying to create reels, shorts, TikTok, little 10 second to 30 second you know, snippet to promote the episode. And going back to the episode once it's published is a waste of time. So one 
when I listen to it the first time, I write down, okay, one minute, 24, talk about parenting stuff. Um, five minutes, talk about career, whatever. I write everything I think would be cool to create Marco content. So I have, I, at least I have the list. And when I create my content, I just have to go back to it. I go to the timestamp, cut, that's it. What I started doing lately also is I'm also writing down when it will be cool to add something on a screen. So when a guest mentioned someone, when a guest mentioned, I don't know, something fun, I can, yeah, I can put the logo there and put an image here and put the face of the person here. Like when we ask our question at the end, now I put the face of the guest yeah. so we can have a visual, like we know who this person is, for example. So yeah, again, it's like an hour long episode. I'm pausing. I don't know if you can see how many things I wrote here, but I wrote down for an hour episode, maybe 50 stuff on my notebook. Yeah. So that's 50 times pausing and writing down something. It takes 10 seconds every time. But, you know, that makes the editing process much, much longer. And then I need to look for the images or look for the animation online, add them and sing them and all that. So that's why editing the video, I said, is taking me at least twice the amount of time as the audio because I'm trying to make it better i could just put it like that but yeah i'm trying to improve the quality a tiny bit every time and i need to find something actually for the next one because i'm running out of ideas of things to improve <laughs> it's also interesting though with reels i feel like that can be quite a hard thing when you have like a conversation that's two hours to find 10 seconds where it's really valuable snippet of like somebody saying something that's like mind-blowing or something that's like impactful or inspiring or whatever it is like trying to find that little 10 second snippet in like a two hour video but you do that like six or seven times so you got content throughout the week so that's another thing is to like you know make note of good quotes that you can use later on that's going to get people to be like oh well why did they say that I want to know more about that so I think that's also something that you spend time doing like I'm not as good as at doing that in terms of like figuring out what's important or inspiring or informational but you're really good at like choosing the right quotes throughout the episodes and I mean, I write down much more than I do. So yeah, what I do is we post every Wednesday and from Thursday to Tuesday, I post one micro content piece a day. So that's six pieces I get. But like I said, I write down 50 plus things on my notebook and then I go through them and sometimes when I write them, I'm, I put like a star because this is a really, really good one. So I put a star. So at the end, I'm just going back to the start one because I know they're the best one out of, 25 or 30 that I wrote down um, and yeah sometimes also the guest is talking something it's talking about something cool for like two minutes and it's like I need to make that cool within 30 seconds so I need to like do some chopping but sometimes then the conversation doesn't make any sense anymore so I have to get rid of it because even if the message is cool I can't make it short enough to be impactful as a TikTok read or short and so yeah, it's it's tricky, but but talking about that. So yeah, once the episode is is ready to go, I'm quickly gonna talk about the publishing because this is a thing that you were talking about. <laughs> on YouTube, you just upload the video on YouTube. Uh, on the back end, you upload the video. You put the thumbnail with a catchy title if you can. You create a title that is gonna be efficient, and you have a little bit of description stuff like that. We also have a website, justinterestingpeople.com, where every week I create a blog post linked to the episode where I have a description, the YouTube video, and the links for Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts, which are the, like, the main platform. So, so when people type a guest name on Google, 
and stuff like that, they might end up on our website and that might generate traffic and that might increase, you know, the followers and subscribers and people finding us. That's why I think having a podcast also for the brand is important. That takes a little bit of time also, you know, to write down, to synthesize a two-hour conversation into like 10 lines. Um, you, you know, you need to be concise and catchy and am I giving too much or no and mm. stuff like that. So it's always like a balance and I usually write it down once you go through it and we go back and forth a couple of times and that's fine. Um, and then for the podcast itself, so the way it works is that podcasts are hosted on a hosting company. What does that mean? There are companies out there saving podcast episodes for us uh, on in a server and making them available online. So I'm using a free one called Red Circle. And they're cool, they're great, I really like it so far. And they are the tool where you upload your file, your MP3 audio file, you write down the description, you put the title and everything. And then when you create the account, you're gonna basically ask the platform to publish on Apple Podcast, on Spotify, on Google Podcast, on Amazon Podcast, on whatever. So you do that through this platform that is hosting your podcast. Mm. And then automatically when you push a new episode, the platform automatically pushes the, the episode to all the podcast platform. So you don't have to manually upload it to all the applications. It, you, you upload it once somewhere and it's distributed everywhere. So it is actually yeah pretty easy to do. You have to set it up once on day one and then it's just done. You, you press publish and it's going everywhere and you can schedule it, obviously. Um, however, this is not the end because one of my favorite creator podcasters out there is Pat Flynn from the Passive Income, the Smart Passive Income podcast and YouTube channel. And he's been doing podcasting for years and he says something about creation in general is that a content creator should spend at least the same amount of time promoting than creating mm -hmm. because what is the point to spend 10 hours a week creating content if you're just promoting it 10 minutes a week? Like your content is not going to be seen by much people. Mm -hmm. like you should be spending at least the same amount of time promoting than creating. So you're giving a chance for your content to be seen by people. Otherwise, you're just creating for the sake of creating. But it's not reaching anyone and, and not that it's a waste of time, but, you know, you, you're not using your content fully. Mm. And and hearing that was very, like, that makes total sense in my head. And he said, like, ideally, you should promote even twice as much as you create. The more you promote, the more yeah. chance you give to your content, right? Yeah. To be seen and everything. But honestly, it's such a pain in the ass. Um, it's just, I hate the game of that, like of spending my day engaging on Instagram and doing things on TikTok and stuff like that. You know, I mean, I know it's, I know like at the moment, this is the way you do it just through, through social media, through interacting with community, if you have a niche and stuff like that. But it does take time when you're trying to do other things. If the only thing that you're doing is fine. If you can afford to pay someone to do that, it's fine. I get it. Um, but yeah, it's just something that I'm not passionate about, honestly. 
to just spend my time like I was engaging. I think especially because we don't have a big audience. Like if you're somebody with, you know, a hundred thousand followers on Instagram and then you start a podcast, like a lot of those people are probably going to transfer and listen to what you have to say. But because we've got a couple of thousand on Instagram, some of them I might have paid for. <laughs> and it's like, you know, we don't have this huge platform to be like, hey everyone, come and listen to this podcast that we're doing. So it's trying to kind of rebuild that and get new connections and new audience. So it's kind of I think it's easier for people who already have a big audience just to start and make money straight away and get it going straight away. And it's harder for smaller people to get going and to kind of find the right people who want to listen. And I think even with that, because we don't really have a niche, that's also a little bit tricky is that like, you know, you might like one of our friends talks a lot about kind of holistic health and about mental health and physical health and their journeys and things like this and interview the people well that's really specific towards health so you can go on Instagram and go on a health page and interact with all the followers because they're all interested in health whereas for us we might speak to somebody who was abused as a child somebody who um is a coach somebody who's done a lot of traveling someone who's a photographer like we can talk to lots of different people which is incredible but it also means that we kind of don't have a very specific niche where we can like sell products or promote other brands or even try and find people that are interested in lots of different things I feel like probably our listeners maybe listen to one or two episodes and that's it rather than listening to the whole lot because they might not be interested in someone who played football at college or somebody who might have so that's also a little bit tricky with our niche. Well, with our podcast, is there's not a niche, basically. Yeah, I mean, the, the niche is people, and it's too broad of a niche to be a niche. Um, and, yeah, and that was annoying me at some, at some point, because when we started, I, I had the intent, I was hoping that eventually we would get monetized. We would be getting enough downloads and listeners to get sponsors or, I don't know, or have the podcast be, you know, uh, sustained with, through donations and stuff like that. But I I understand after a while that, yeah, because we don't have a niche, it is hard harder to grow and harder to get brands and people interested into every single episode, which I understand. So this is something I've kind of, I'm not trying anymore, to be honest. Uh, I, I don't mind. Uh, if it grows, it grows. If it doesn't, it doesn't. I'm not chasing anything. Um, like I created this buy me a coffee page I'll link in here you can donate us something if you want to just say thank you because we are doing this for free you know but yeah I've stopped chasing the, the money about it and it's never been the point anyway but it was something that I was hoping would happen eventually but now I'm not even hoping about it I just don't care if it happened it happened but I don't even try <laughs> I think that also goes back to what we were saying at the beginning is that we do this selfishly for ourselves to record conversations and at one point we're a bit like oh wouldn't it be funny if we made money doing it and but like you say it's not the point and it never kind of was the point it wasn't like we're gonna have this huge career as podcasters and then lots of them went like no that's not you know we do it for us we do it so that people can share their stories and if it happens to one day make us money fine we wouldn't say no but it's not kind of the end goal and I think that just kind of reiterates our point from the beginning that like we do this for us and if people enjoy it, then fine, that's, you know, that's great. But it's not kind of the intention is to not earn lots of money from it. No, yeah, I agree with that. And and don't get me wrong, I'm ambitious with the podcast. I still want one day to hold a conference live with guests coming and people coming and have a real-time thing, a real, uh, an in-person event, something like that. I would love to have that in years. But yeah, I'm not chasing the money with that. Because, you know, if we wanted to, we could switch 
the topic of the podcast a little bit and tweak it a little bit to be more to niche down into one aspect and then we could get sponsors and stuff like that but i like it how it is uh, i like it that anyone can jump in potentially so i don't want to change it because i like the podcast more than the money you could be making basically and and it's something that i've learned and if one day i want to make money through podcasting i will just start a new podcast that will be very niche down and you know i had a few ideas already i just never done it yet but yeah, I like this one the way it is, and I don't want to change it because, yeah, it's, it's not the point basically. <laughs> but yeah, promoting and marketing is hard. Honestly, it's it's tricky, especially when you don't want to spend your life on social media, which I'm trying to stay away a bit at the moment. Um, so yeah, all I do right now, and it's not enough, but it's better than nothing, is posting from Thursday to Tuesday a short TikTok reel from five seconds to 45 seconds usually of the episode a little catchy moment of the episode that's hopefully going to be seen and catch someone's attention for them to get them interested enough to watch the full episode that's my that's my hope and it's also generating views and getting subscribers and stuff like that because all those platforms at the moment are pushing small uh, short content so it's being seen and being shown to plenty of people so we are getting a good traction even if we are still a small account and, and a small channel so it's also a good way to grow strategically so yeah this is all i'm doing at the moment i have other things i want to do the, the main thing i want to do is go on other people's podcasts personally um and i would like rosie to do the same as well but she doesn't want to but yeah i just don't have the time to be honest at the moment because i'm doing other things um but yeah i when you see an episode for an hour like this one it's actually taking us taking me <laughs> it's taking rosie it takes an hour me about an hour <laughs> it's taking rosie an hour and 20 minutes okay because she reads everything that i write and it's taking me at least four hours like for a solo episode it's taking me two or three hours for a guest episode probably five or six hours mm-hmm. i would say so yeah it takes much longer than you might imagine and yeah, this is something I think is important for you to know. It's it's a bit like you know, a photographer. It's not just taking a picture and delivering it. Mm. It's getting the client, it's getting the equipment, it's learning about becoming a photographer, it's editing and stuff like that. And it's, it's all the things that we don't see. It's not just recording and posting. There's plenty of things going through, going around that that makes it a little bit more work than it seems to be. Yeah. Um. The last thing I want to talk about quickly is like the main challenges and the main things that we've learned basically uh, on the podcast. Uh, so what would be your main challenges, Rosie? Staying motivated, honestly. And this is, I know I shouldn't say that because I should be like, oh my God, I love it. Which I do, like I love it after every, after every episode. I told you I'd mess up. Um, but yeah, like if Jeremy wasn't organizing the guests, doing the editing, doing the videos, telling me okay we're recording in an hour get yourself ready like I probably would have given up way before now honestly I would have done it I maybe would have done it like two months and that'd have been it um so for me I think the challenge is staying um motivated like I said I do enjoy it once I do it and like I'll always carry on doing it as long as Jeremy wants to carry on doing it um but that is something I struggle with the other thing I think is um being confident whilst talking to new people I found it a lot easier talking to friends 
And then when we started reaching out to new people, it was like, oh my God, I don't know what to say. And like, I think something I personally struggle with is like actively listening to what they're saying and trying not to think too much about my future questions. Sometimes I get in my head a little bit about, oh, they've just mentioned something, I'll remember that. And then they keep talking, keep talking, keep talking for another five minutes. And I want to go back to that point from five minutes ago, but then, so I'm not really listening to what they're saying. So I'm trying to remember that point that they said. So that's something that I personally struggle with is like, staying engaged in the conversation and not trying to think too much about what they've just said or the question I'm going to ask next that's something that I'm trying to like overcome um I mean you have way more challenges than I do <laughs> that's kind of it for me no yeah and I would agree for the first one honestly uh, staying motivated as much as I love it as much as I as much as I want to keep doing it you know sometimes it's a bit tiring, like you need to reach out to new people, and yeah, always. You know, I, I love the conversation, I love the editing. I would love to have someone sending me guests, but actually, those platforms exist, but also I don't use them because I don't find it genuine in a way. I do like to reach personally to find the people personally because it's not just an algorithm or someone else that made the match. Like, I, I found this person because for some reason I happened to you know, come across the profile or this person in real life. And I think I like that. I feel like I'm quite good at finding people for you as well. Yeah. I'll see, like, with that whole Will Smith, Jada Pickett-Smith, like, thing where Will Smith smacked, was it Chris Rock or someone yeah. in the face? And then, obviously, it was about um, Jada Pickett-Smith having alopecia. So I was, like, on the Instagram thing at alopecia and looking at that. Found this girl. We're interviewing her this week that will be on in a couple of weeks. So it's kind of really cool how, like, you can... I personally like I enjoy kind of somehow going in a little bit of a rabbit hole on Instagram and then finding someone who I'm like oh I wonder if they would do it and that like, oftentimes they say no and oftentimes whatever but um I found two of the people for you that I found on CNN news one person has traveled to all the countries in the world and I can't remember the second one but I always screenshot them and send them to Jeremy like hey let's talk to this person it's like how the fuck am I meant to find them but that is quite fun like trying to find like obviously the premise was to speak to people that we knew but now that that's kind of less and less possible it is quite fun trying to find interesting people online that you kind of think hmm I'd like to know more about what they're talking about so it's quite fun doing that yeah I have a ton of screenshots on my phone <laughs> <laughs> from people that I find and really find uh, and once a week or once every two weeks I just take 10 of them and message them basically <laughs> and hoping that one is gonna convert it into an episode but no yeah I mean staying motivated because you know, like you you contact a lot of people and you only get two reply and stuff like that. It's hard to sometimes keep going, but um, but I still love doing it. Honestly, I mean, I love the episode. I love learning about all those different topics. I think it's making me a better person, more educated person, and I love all the connections that we are making. Yeah. So, like, I mean, if I would love to travel and meet all the people that we interview in person one day right i would love to meet every single guest and just at least share a meal with them uh, i would love that and, I'm, and that would be one of my goal one day to do it is just meet all the guests that we had in person because somehow and it's true like really thank you to all of of you who recorded with you with us because everyone is real i feel yeah. doing the episode so we create this connection in an hour 
And I usually try to stay in touch with people, at least, you know, to watch the stories on Instagram and stuff like that, to interact a little bit. So I'm not just disappearing. It's not like I'm sending you a message one, we talk, and then I disappear. I do try to stay in touch because, again, selfishly, I get in touch with people that I'm interested in. You know, I, I know plenty of interested people that I don't want to talk to, to be honest, because I just don't really care. Like, no offense, but, you know. Um, so I do try to stay in touch with people because usually I'm actually genuinely interested into what they're doing or in themselves whatever and do you think a bit like what you just said is that you really get to know someone like really well in that kind of one hour two hour session because obviously when you if you meet like a friend's friend you might be like oh hey what do you do for work okay that's fun where are you from okay great are you married okay and then you kind of run out you might run out of things to ask them whereas in the podcast because you talk about like trauma as a child or like passions and like why they do certain things and what makes their head tick in a certain way and like you really get to know people so then like oftentimes after the podcast I'm like okay you're my new best friend I love you so much (laughs) and then like I'm really bad at staying in touch with people but you do really form that really good kind of connection with people in an hour because you're asking such deep questions and people are being so open about their feelings and oftentimes we ask questions where we're a bit like I'm nervous to ask you this but I'm curious and the podcast kind of gives us that space to ask uncomfortable conversation ask sorry uncomfortable questions and really get to know someone a little bit deeper and a little bit deeper than maybe you would do on like you know having known someone for a month or two months or six months where you don't really have a deep conversation so that's something I've really enjoyed is that I now feel like I know lots of different people really well and like you know I might not talk to them every day but I know that if we ever went to a certain city we could probably catch up for a drink or food or like kind of it's just nice knowing that we have friends all around the world and people that are like open to talking to us and sharing their story with us. So it's, I feel really blessed that people feel safe to do so. Cause like I said, it's not always fun stories. Sometimes it's really difficult stories and it's, it's so inspiring that they like feel okay to tell us. And then also that we're publishing that and sharing it with other people. So yeah, that's definitely like one of the good things. Oh, yeah. yeah. And obviously I don't see any of the challenges like from a technical point of view, I think it's pretty easy, especially once it's set up. There's not much maintenance or thing to do. Um, yeah, no, the main thing, honestly, is just reaching out to people, like staying motivated to always reach out, always find new people, even when 15 of them like, in a row didn't reply to your message. So you still need to send another batch of 15, and, and that can be sometimes a little bit uh, demotivating. But that's my main thing but yeah i would love i i still love it and i'm still hoping that when we eventually can go back traveling we'll meet people in real life that will be able to interview on the road and and go back to the origin of what we wanted the podcast to be <laughs> um in terms of gain like in terms of things that we got from the podcast like we said i think it's the connection personally for me that's the main thing it's, it's, I don't know how many guests that we had, probably close to 100, I have to count, to count one day, but we must be close to 100 guests, and yeah, it's 100 deeper connection with people that we knew, or or new connection with people that we didn't know, you know, that we would have never met before without the podcast, which is awesome, um, which I, I absolutely love, and this is why I want to carry on, because the reason we like traveling, like we said at the beginning, is to meet people. And the reason I do that is to meet people. Um, it's a way to travel, in a way, and to dive into different stories. Because, you know, we tend to live in bubbles. And we tend to be friends 
and to be surrounded with people with similar interests. You know, that's usually how you become friends. And it's usually hard to find friends that have a different background or point of view or interest of very different culture than you. Or when you travel or when you purposely reach out outside of your bubbles. Um, and yeah, because we keep looking for new bubbles, we keep finding different people that we talking about topics that we don't know anything about and which yeah which is really really cool and this is why personally i would love to keep going just for that and again selfishly i don't care if i have to stop posting tomorrow i would still do it probably uh, the fact that i have to post the, the fact that i have to i don't have to but i want to have the episode every week motivates me to message people because i also know that what you said at the beginning you would have given up after two months mm. and most people starting a podcast give up after two months mm. i think the the average podcast show have seven or eight episodes mm. because most people give up after that and i do know that if i keep going eventually i'll be we will be within the one person that didn't give up and if you're within the few top person then you will have more people listening and potentially this could become something a little bit bigger. So I know that if I keep going, it will pay off also eventually. I think the other good thing that you mentioned there is about having it like, you know, having it every single week. And it's a bit like with my YouTube is that if you kind of say to yourself, okay, every single Wednesday, we're going to have a new episode out. You bust your ass to get that episode out because you've told people you're going to do it. Whereas if you kind of release just as and when I want to, we might have maybe done 20 episodes in two years. But because it's every single week, it's like we get it done either way we get it done. So I kind of think if you're wanting to start a podcast, give yourself a schedule, whether it's like once a week, once a month, whatever it is, just make sure you get an episode and like be consistent with it. Because I think that's when you start to actually push and get it done. Whereas if you kind of give yourself like, oh, I'll just do it whenever, that's when you can kind of fall behind and lose motivation and not carry on with it. So I definitely think that having that kind of schedule for us has really helped to stay on track. Yeah, it's it's a way to hold myself accountable, mm-hmm. basically, to keep doing it. And uh, at least I can't procrastinate and slack off because I have something else to do, because I have some other things to do. But it's in the calendar, it's there. It's I said I would do it, I'm doing it. Uh, and it's a way to, yeah, stay consistent. And I was going to speak about tips at the end, and it will be my main one. It's like, don't get into it. You should know you're going to stop after two months, honestly, I think. Mm-hmm. It's not worth it. It's a long game. It's it's not something that's going to make you... If you have an audience, it's different. I'm talking about normal people, right? That don't have a big audience, that, you know, you just want, you're passionate about something and you want to share it with the world. Make sure that you're passionate enough about the topic you want to share about so you're going to carry on for years because if you're just there for weeks or a few months, yeah, you will create something cool and you will share it and a few people will listen to it. But, you know, if you have ambition about it, it's a long game. It's a marathon. It's not a sprint. So, yeah, you have to be patient. Don't get attached to the numbers. And don't have any expectation about what's going to happen. But, yeah, it's all about the journey. You know, it's not about the destination. It's about the journey. And but be there for the long game and i do believe like everything else you know if you're consistent with what you do and do it for long enough usually good things come out of it in many different forms i didn't share my main gains (laughs) (laughs) so obviously like jeremy said in terms of connections like having that connection with people and lots of different people from lots of different backgrounds and stories and things 
um but it's also what I learn about myself during the episodes it's like yes I learn about other people but you also learn about yourself in terms of biases or like ways of thinking or um pre what's like predetermined ideas of what someone's gonna mm, I can't think of the word pre whatever it is stick it on screen if I remember um of like what somebody might say or what they might be like and then actually being surprised and they're different to what I thought or like learning from different people's experiences and how I don't know it's like it's it's interesting to learn about the people but then also learn about yourself and your own views and how their story has changed what you think um yeah it's it's just like there's been so many lessons I've learned from doing the podcast and like so like I'm just thinking even yesterday how um Eddie was talking about how a bit of a spoiler he got kicked out of his home and um his mum then went on to home other gay kids and I was just like wow like that is such a cool like sentiment and such a cool thing to take away that like you know at the time she couldn't do that for him but then later on she found the courage or the understanding or whatever and like learn and like educated herself to then help other youths who were homeless who were gay as well in that kind of situation and it's just like a bit of a spoiler I'm sorry but like this that's just the recent one we've recorded but every single episode there's moments where I'm like wow that is like that's a big thing that's just happened I'm getting goosebumps saying that like there's so many like every single episode there's a moment where I'm like whoa that one's like a that's a really cool story or like something that's happened and I think it's it's interesting then to think about yourself like okay well if she did that like what could I be doing could I be doing more like okay if we ever get a home could we maybe house you know you like homeless youths who are in the LGBTQ community or not or whatever like you know other thing like every single story I always try and relate it back to what I could do to help or to change or to like even just improve my mindset you don't have to physically do something but even just changing your mindset towards something and I think that's a really big thing that I've taken from doing the podcast is every single time I learn something new about obviously the people but also about myself and about the way I think about the world and like challenging the way I think about things so that's definitely one of mine sorry about the spoiler (laughs) that's all right this episode is coming next week so you'll you'll see what she means uh, very very soon no yeah that's it really um I thought it'd be cool to share that with you because again we get asked these questions many many times when we meet people and when eventually we talk about the podcast so yeah I thought why not sharing it with everyone at the same time um because if it's interesting, a few people that we've been here and there, probably other people are interested about it and and not researching about it. So this is it. Um, I think as well, people think that, like you kind of said, I think people think that having a podcast is like, oh my God, you've got a podcast. Like, wow. And it's like... <laughs> Stop. No, but it is like, it is cool, but it's also really not that hard. And like, obviously Jeremy's spoken about what we do but if you ever want any help reach out to Jeremy he's more than happy to help people you've helped a few people now so podcasts and like the more people we can have having conversations about anything like if you want to talk about Spider-Man talk about Spider-Man I don't know why I thought about Spider-Man but like whatever it is you can have this platform you can talk about what you want to talk about so don't be afraid get out there and do it if you have any questions reach out to Jeremy um not me I will be useless but um, yeah, I really hope you've enjoyed this episode. Yeah. Um, if you go to justinterestingpeople.com, there is a contact page there. Yeah, you can email us from there and I will be happy to help. If you 
would like to be on the show, reach out. If you would like to recommend someone, reach out and give me the contact information and I will do my best to get them on the show. That'll be fun. But yeah, we hope that was valuable. We hope you enjoyed it. Follow our YouTube channel, follow our Instagram, check out our website. Like I mentioned quickly before, so we have a Buy Me A Coffee page. I will link it in the show notes. So if you want to support us, um, financially speaking, you can do it over there. And yeah, otherwise, the best thing you can do for us is just spread the word, like share and share your favorite episode, share it out there, talk to a friend about it. That, that's just the most helpful thing that you can do. Yeah, just share any feedback. You know, it's always cool to hear from you. We will be back next Wednesday with Eddie, like was he spoiled. <laughs> um, yeah, new episode next week with a guest. And yeah, that's it. See you next week. Have a fantastic week. Bye. Bye.